something. I can see peering out of that black hole, two luminous disks. The eyes, it might be a face, might be almost oh, oh, heavens. Something wriggling out of the shadow like a gray snake. Now it's another one and another one and another one. They look like tentacles to me. Oh, yeah, I can see the thing's body. Now it's large, large as a bear. Crystals like wet leather, but that face, that face. Ladies and gentlemen, it's indescribable. I can hardly force myself to keep looking at it. It's so awful. The eyes are black and they gleam like a serpent. The mouth is a kind of V-shaped with saliva dripping from its rimless lips and seem to oh, quiver and pulsate. When we last left our players, Alistair had uncovered some shocking details about Springwood Lodge's foundation, both literal and figurative. What any of these strange unidentified objects mean about what happened here is as of yet unknown, but it's their first step into putting the pieces back together. Alistair, you have just, I guess, stepped out of the lab. Actually, I don't even want to give take away that much agency. You can just keep hanging out in this lab if you want to. I this am... can be your new home. Yeah, this this is my hole. It was made for me. So I guess I'll I'll radio up to Saint. Um, I think unless you've got a uh, a burning need to try to commune with the dearly departed Springwood Senior. Well, we know his ghost is here. We do. That is true. We do know his ghost is here. So I don't know. Do you want to come down here and try to do a fucking seance on him? I don't know if. It's here, though. I don't know. Like, I don't think his spirit is down there, because you would have you would have experienced that probably. already, probably. I'm betting he's heckling his... I can do that. Are you, did you say to, to Saint, like, do you want to... Like, yeah, I think I think that... Sorry, the end of that sentence is, is just... I don't know... I don't know if Springwood Sr. is still here. If he is, I don't know what... If anything would be tying him to his earthly remains so we can swap if you think that'll be useful otherwise no it seems like his spirit is here but it seems like he's heckling his son probably for the most part so i could try and do something but if you didn't get any kind of vibe or interaction while you were down there my bet is he's not there and i don't know if i want to provoke him either i don't think i necessarily want him getting in touch with us fair point i didn't experience anything comparable to the uh apparitions or phenomenon upstairs so yeah no then i don't think he's down there and even if he was like like i said i don't want him finding us because then he can report where we are directly to the others and i don't that doesn't seem positive no i think i'm good all right. Alistair does not, of course, say uh, Scotty wants to beam up because he's not that kind of nerd. <laughs> he's not. I am. He's not. For the listener at home, I gave Ezra a look. Yeah, well, I deserved it for the listener at home. 
Sure. Uh, you're traveling through a pre-established area, so I'm not going to make you roll to get back up. But yeah, you ascend back up to the grate where Saint has been uh, uh, waiting patiently. Okay. Up to the attic? Or anything you find down there seem that we should be heading somewhere else? Nothing I'd call a concrete lead. You know, evidence of influence from the craft on Springwood's inventions. But I don't have the tools to interface with the computers down there. Nor to make any reasonable attempt at repairing that spacecraft. And I'd really like to get out of here. This uh, place has sort of worn out its welcome for me. Okay, let's go. Um, just as a reminder, you have... Uh, you. You pulled something off of the ship, right? Yes, I pulled the okay. other tuning fork. Great, excellent. That's what I thought. Um, which I, I will. Exactly oh, which is the other was. thing I need to thank you. Um, which Alistair will also show Saint. Um, that is clearly a match for the one that he got from the woman at the spa, whose name I can't. Meredith? Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Mackenzie Roberts. Got an M. I don't know if this is going to be useful at all, but I don't know. You never know. Worth having. I have... I don't know enough about the physics of music or sound, tone, pitch to... Right. Me neither. I would imagine you have a better understanding of it than I do. Maybe, but the way I use it is, I think, very different than the literal science. Alistair kind of, like, gives a little, like, yeah, kind of a shrug in a way that you're like, wow, oh, okay. I don't know. He's like, <laughs> there's a little bit of a, like, yeah, and I'm kind of, like, maybe a little bit less salty about that than I have been. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think over the course of this, you know, the two of us trapped in this house, I really do think that he has his his feelings about what Saint can do are like the the curiosity is definitely like on the upswing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he watched me talk to that one guy and yeah. also beat the other dude's ass. And <laughs> I mean, look, I don't know, get you a, get you a man who can do both, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's go. Um, and hopefully not run to any more cult members on the way out. It's going to be tricky considering they're now looking for us, but we'll see, I guess. I guess we just got to go get up there because we're not we have no way of knowing what it is we're dealing with until we physically get to the attic. Yeah, basically. Did we see we just have to... any, like, schematics anywhere? Even, like, the ones that are, like, for, like, fire evacuation routes, which are... would No, this place was built way too early for that. Never mind, what am I thinking about? <laughs> to um, have fire evacuation routes? Well, to have little plat... No, to have them, like, posted. That's, like, oh, that's a thing yes. that's, like, quite... Recent. Did we see any kind of floor plan anywhere, or... Not really, right? We had to kind of map it ourselves. 
I, I certainly haven't drawn attention to any one of those, but uh, yeah. perhaps there's an accessible one somewhere, but I, I certainly haven't said one. Nah. It's like it would be posted in, if this was really like the room that had all the electronics and shit in it, that's where it might be posted with like, you know, like even some sort of like cheat sheet for the fuse boxes. But um, mm-hmm. that door opens into um, the the pit of possibly radioactive uh, extraterrestrial material. As opposed to, you know, like, a janitor's closet. <laughs> uh, where do you two want to go? So when I'm trying to think about what's the best, like, I feel like we don't... Do we know where there are stairs up to the attic? Like, do we... We have not been off the first floor. I mean, no. there's there were stairs in that uh, entrance, yeah. right? Yeah, the, uh-huh. main, the main entryway hall, like, did have a big staircase. And I'm guessing there might be stairs if we go back towards where the other hotel rooms are. There might be stairs going up to other floors. Yeah. But that's a that's a guess, and there's bound to be a lot of haters there. So I think yeah. mayhaps we wanted, but I really don't super want to go into that entryway. Also, because you know where there's likely to be a bunch of people, the entryway. Yeah, that's true. Um. We didn't encounter any staircases on the, you know, like, ballroom side of the building, right? No. Yeah, okay. None. Yeah, the only place we know there are stairs is there. And I think as unlikely, or as unpleasant as that is, it is better to go someplace where we know stairs and move quickly than to waste time trying to find more stairs. You are. When people know we're on the first floor. You are correct. I think we just got a haul ass. Yep. Womp womp. Okay. Womp yeah, okay. So opting for speed over perhaps stealth. I mean, if we got to fight again, we can fight again. But yeah. we've outrun people more than once. I think ideally we could just kind of keep outrunning them, sneak through the back hallways until we get to that entryway, and then just kind of go. Whoop. Yeah. Yeah. When we get back to that doorway out to like the bigger area, mm-hmm. we should like stop and peek out the door to see if there are people in there. Yes, that is definitely true. We're not just like busting through that door and hauling ass. No. Or, you know. The two of you haul yourself back up onto that catwalk and walk back to the maintenance door that is separating the maintenance room from the behind the stage area of the theater. Uh obviously as uh Maddie just said, Saint locked that door. Uh, thus preventing anyone from finding you. Uh, And you find yourself behind that curtain again. The curtain that we decided was either plum or mauve. I do not remember the results of that conversation. Uh, But you are solidly behind the scenes. Once again, surrounded by all those bandstands and an uncomfortable layer of dust. We've determined that there's no... We've got to go out into the ballroom and then out into the hallway. There's no back exit. I think really quietly Alistair's like... I hate buildings that were built before fire codes. <laughs> Very specific. It it's that it's, is such an Alistair would care about. This it is, thing. but also Absolutely. yeah, because back door that means that there's not like back doors. Yeah, you you got that. There's he's like he's like. Do you know how fucking annoying it is when places don't have multiple methods of egress? What do you mean I can't just sneak around to a different fucking door? <laughs> Alistair Graham again is mad that there's only one door. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like the DM did that on purpose. Oh, I mean, yes, but also my, I feel like this is probably a recurring problem for Alistair. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Uh, 
A fun thing about this ski lodge is that it was built by a madman who has no idea how architecture works. That is true. And the character August also built it. <laughs> uh, so you're behind. Uh, yeah. You're behind the curtain. Yep. Do we hear anything from out there? We'll notice. Okay. I would love to. That's a three. Uh, Alistair, you don't hear anything at first. Uh, you walk up toward the curtain uh, and not quite pressing your ear toward it because that's not how it works. The vibrations aren't going to carry through the wall, so to speak. Uh, but you just try to hold as still as possible and listen through the curtain uh, for any signs of uh, footsteps, shouting, anything uh, that could possibly be heard uh, in this end of the mansion. Um, no sound for a while. Uh, and after a moment, maybe you're standing by either the, the corner or probably not dead center. Uh, you're probably standing in the corner of the theater. Um, you you feel confident enough that you can kind of peel back the curtain just a little bit to peek out. Okay. Um, and you see uh, that you're in the abandoned dark room that you were before. Okay. Those Great. guards have almost certainly moved on after not finding anything except for a haunted dishwasher. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Alistair kind of like motions to say that we're good to go. Okay. Cool. Let's move out. Yeah. Um, and I think the, if I'm recalling this map correctly, which odds are low, but I think that the not kitchen door, the, the other door into the hallway is probably our best bet. I think so. Yes. Cause there's doors okay. at the far end with the kitchen. And then there's like multiple doors along the length of the ballroom that go out to the hallway. And that hallway leads to the entryway. And so we're pretty, we're pretty close. It's basically around the corner. Like whatever the, the, yeah. the door closest to the, bandstand is because the bandstand backs up on the entryway it's just that there's no door between them if we go out through there we should be able to get to that entryway pretty quickly yep cool let's do that yeah. well i'm i think we should also check at the door to see if there's any guys yes also true what is your notice my notice is a plus two okay cool i'll help you though yeah so i guess we'll at that door do another check to see is there anybody prowling around out there uh sure you hop down off the stage um and move over to that door you see that there's a uh, clear darkness on the other side that hallway is not lit uh you put your ear to the door and all that jazz and attempt to listen to the other side and there's still no uh, the sounds of no one all right uh i love the sound of silence by there we go Simon thank Brubicle. you um i i'm i'm Hoping that they're just not around here, but part of me has this, like, gut feeling that there's a trap somewhere. I know, right? In the fact that there's nobody around, but there's, I mean, we can't do anything right now. Keep going. Yeah. So let's, let's get out of here. Yeah. So we got into the hallway. You get a uh, sense of kind of uh, claustrophobic darkness as you look down this hallway toward the east. As you look down this hallway toward the west, however, back to that big open lobby, you see not a ton of light in that space. Uh, in fact, there's a, a very kind of faint orangey glow in that room, uh, but not much else. This is, of course, in contrast uh, with when you walked through this room earlier and the uh, sunlight of the setting sun uh, was still filling uh, this room. Uh, there's now only a faint kind of orangey incandescent glow. And that was the same light that was in there when we were talking to the guy at the desk after the sun had set. I believe so, yes. Okay. 
So that makes me feel much less like there's a trap waiting for us there. So it's still possible. Yeah, but it's it's but not like a oh shit. Like there is absolutely a trap in there. This is this is an expected level of dark as opposed to a yes. foreboding. Well, it's still foreboding, but you know. Yeah. So cool. Let's head down the hallway and then maybe like stop at the entry before we look in just to double check. You walk west into the lobby. Uh, And you see that there is a very, once again, there's that very faint orange incandescent glow. You see that the overhead lights, uh, which this building certainly has, are not on, but a series of smaller lights are. There's one of those kind of, I don't know how to describe this other than to say library lamp. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, yeah, knock off Tiffany. Uh, anyway, you see one of those uh, on the front desk. You see that there are two uh, of those lamps sitting on like side tables next to the benches that are in the lobby. Um, this place has a very kind of low light glow to it caused by these multiple light sources. Uh, and there's no folks in here, it looks like, just by peeking in. Nobody here but, nobody here but you two. Nobody but us chickens. Nobody here but us chickens. Anyway, so upstairs? Upstairs. Can I get notice out of one of you, or even out of Saint specifically, empathy? Oh, okay, sure. Man, I really it's hope interesting this is not that empathy is different than rapport. Uh, okay, it is a five total. Yo! Yeah, uh, I rolled two positive, a neutral, and a negative, so. It's as you start to turn toward the stairs, it first appears out of the corner of your eye. It's strong enough that it's worth doing a double take. But there's a visual effect, not unlike the shimmer that you saw in the library, manifesting itself by one of the lit lamps. Okay. Uh, Is it doing anything? Like, is it moving anything? Or is it just kind of like the visual effect of there's something there? It's just the visual effect. Okay. I don't think we... Sorry, there's there's something uh, by that side table. Um, there's another spirit, but I don't think we have the time to talk to it. I think we gotta go. Yeah? Yeah, I think... I think Alistair, like, sh- shrugs at you in, in, and says... You tell me. Because I, I think he's just having to accept that he doesn't know dick about ghosts. <laughs> Okay, maybe... I mean, unless the last one was helpful. The last one gave us some pretty helpful information. Um, here, maybe you go on without me, and I don't want them to catch both of us. I'll wait for you at the top of the stairs. Okay. Uh, I'll go towards that side table, then. Yeah, I think Alistair's gonna station himself where we're in in a reverse of <laughs> the lab time. yeah in the reverse of the lab i'm gonna just try to go find a place to hide at the top of the stairs and wait for saint see if i can find the at- attic access if there is any up top there all right then the party is split again saint you head back uh down the steps or maybe just to the to the left yeah uh, toward one of those uh, benches in the lobby. These are these... Um, there's a handful of uh, seating options uh, 
not to reveal my sources uh, too strongly, but you may literally think of the lobby of the Grand Budapest Hotel from the movie The Grand Budapest Hotel, directed by Wes Anderson. Uh, in terms of uh, there being like some armchairs here, some kind of benches there. Uh, but this is not a full, this is not like the library lounge or anything like that. Uh, this is truly for the coming and going of people as they as they wait for the front desk or for each other or what have you. Um, this is just a, a temporary space. Uh, but yes, you notice that there is this kind of shimmering effect by one of the lamps. It's hard to tell at first uh, whether or not it is a just a trick of the light in the truest sense of the word but as you get closer it's kind of undeniable that there is a presence there in whatever way that saint effectively is able to determine presences mm -hmm. you can determine that this is one okay uh, and it's sitting next to a lamp yeah mm -hmm. okay great cool um i'm going to kind of like is there a seat on the other side of the table with the lamp or? Sure. Yeah. Let's say there okay. is. Cool. I'm going to sit there then. Uh, it was either that or I was going to kind of crouch next to it on the floor. Um, <laughs> but I would rather sit, I think, than kneel. Um, that how to talk to short people, but it's how to talk to a ghost. <laughs> how to talk to a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll sit there. How do I want to start this conversation? Hi there. Uh, I see you're, you are a, a present. I'm assuming you're one of the people who was here when the building burned down. Um, and I also know that you you and the others like you can't talk the way that some uh, ghosts can. I figure the way we're going to have to communicate is using this lamp. If you can turn it on and off. Uh <laughs> I looked through my inventory to see, like, do I have anything that they can communicate with me with? And no, the answer is lamp. You're gonna have to turn this lamp on and off. Um, so if you can, um, turn the lamp off to tell me no, and then leave it on to say yes. Uh, can you? Or, or ugh, fuck. Or the other way around. So no, off for no. Uh, off for yes, on for no. Um, because if they can't... <laughs> if they can't turn the lamp off, then there's no way to, like, say yes to my... Whatever, anyway. Uh, so, so uh, turn... The second you said, can you, I was like, the lamp stays on. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, yeah, which doesn't tell me dick. Um, you could, like, wonder if they can, like, fl make it flicker. Yeah, maybe. Um, or off and on. I'm trying to figure out, like, the best way to kind of... Yeah, maybe flicker is a good way. Is, like, yes, flicker the lamp. No, just turn it off. And then turn it back on again. Uh, yeah, so that's what I'll do. That's what I have the, the code be, is flicker the light for yes, off and on for no. Proceed with your questions, then. Are you one of the people who died here in the fire? The lamp flickers. Great. Okay. I mean, what do we need, right? But he just... He's... Uh, they just showed up like right as we entered this room like i feel like they're trying to communicate something right like they don't just show up unless they're like hey come here bitch <laughs> but we know what we're looking for we know where it is i don't know what else to ask z do you have any ideas i'm kind of blanking really um why is it in, like... 
And we know that that Springwood Senior is like here also as a ghost. Yeah. I mean, I I guess I could ask like, are you Springwood Senior? I mean, you can ask if they're working together. Like, is is Springwood Senior a you know, a beneficial haunting or a problematic haunting from the perspective of his son. Not necessarily, like, emotionally, but, you know, like, in furtherance of his goals. That's fair. Um, I know Springwood Sr. is is here. I know he's haunting this place. First of all, are, are you him? The lamp turns off. Okay. I figured probably not, but worth check because I figured if he showed up that it was going to be a way bigger issue, but I figured it was worth checking. Um, do you happen to know? I know he's he's still here. He's still haunting this place. Is he helping his son or is he is he causing problems? Or is he helping his son? There, that's the answer now. The lamp flickers. Okay. God, what I want to know is, like, why are you helping us? Like, what do you get out of helping us? But, like, that's not a yes or no question. Well, let me phrase it like this. My, uh, my associate and I, are you, you and the others trying to help us specifically? Like, do you have, that's another, that's another question that's not a yes or no. Are you trying to help us? There, I'll stay there and then go from there. The lamp flickers. Okay, so you have something against Springwood Senior, I'm guessing, yeah? Considering that he set the fire that killed you. <laughs> Duh. No need to answer The lamp that. flickers. Yeah, I figured. Sorry, dumb question. The lamp flickers. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm doing my best. It's been a weird long day um it's cool that we've proven the afterlife and that ghosts use it to dunk on you yeah <laughs> i mean i deserve it also you know this is not the first time that saint has been dunked on by a ghost <laughs> oh without a doubt i ain't afraid of no ghosts but sometimes they're a little mean sometimes they're a little mean and that hurts my feelings i think someone else told this already but uh the visitors in the attic right the lamp flickers Okay, so still there, which is good to know. Part of me I want to ask if they're like involved with they and the others were involved in the cold stuff. Like, do they know about? But I don't remember if we already confirmed that. Oh man, I wish Alistair was here. He has questions. I mean, you could come down. You can come back down. Oh yeah, that's a good. Well, that's an interesting point. Yeah, I think this is taking long enough that I'm gonna like. I can tell that Saint's still down there talking. I'm gonna come back down. The staircase stops at the second floor. This large, almost sculpture-like staircase only goes up to the second floor. But based on what you've seen of this building from the outside when you were out in the cold and snow, you know there's more stories than that. And I don't just quick look around. I don't see any immediate thing that looks like service entrance or... No. I don't want to get too far away from... I, You know, we can split the party a little bit, but I don't want to just go bumbling mm -hmm. off on my own. So I think I will head back down to... Down towards Saint. I will see that you see a very H-shaped uh, set of hallways uh, when, when you get up there. Um, 
Okay. And when I say H-shaped, I mean to your left and right, there are clearly room hallways going to rooms. And uh, as you look forward, you can see that there's perhaps another hallway further back doing the same. You step back down and you see Saint sitting in an armchair. He is um, very leaned forward, kind of muttering uh, toward an empty chair. And every once in a while, you can see that the lamp next to him is flickering on and off. If you had not spent a ton of time around Saint, you might think that that in and of itself was a very eerie scene. But obviously, you know that Saint has abilities to communicate with things that also have abilities. I think the cinematic here is you see Alistair's hand go to like the pocket that he keeps his little notebook in almost by reflex to, you know, stay up here and take notes. And then he doesn't take it out of his pocket. And he continues down the stairs. I've decided that I think if I have like a little bit of like a, I was like, hmm, I wonder if I have like a tiny little backpack on. Um, and if I could have like the tuning fork like sticking out of the top of the backpack, like you would absolutely categorically never wear a sword that you really needed to use. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Then the scene is between the two of you. Yeah. So Alistair comes down and wherever the attic access is, it's not immediately available from the top of the stairs and I didn't want to anyway it could be somewhere on that floor but it's no way of guessing okay well um I this person is a ghost um and we've been communicating using the same yes or no uh the lamp flickering means yes and then turning off and turning back on again means no um the most new? relevant things I think I've discovered so far is the visitor is still in the attic. Um, Springward Sidur, which we already knew he's here, he is absolutely helping his son. Um, and these spirits are trying to help us. So that's good to mm. know. They're on our side. If you have any questions, go ahead. So sort of turning towards the empty armchair that Saint is staring at very intently. Um... Alistair's just like <clears throat> the uh, the falling out the one that led to the fire was it a disagreement about the spacecraft the lamp flickers for quite a long time Alistair like looks back looks at saying it's just like is that like a Yes, def definitely. I'm I'm guessing that is an extremely yes. <laughs> or a significant yes. I think Alistair kind of pull hold, holds up the the tuning fork that he took off of the uh off of the the spacecraft um and to sort of like show it to the empty chair and says did it have something to do with this? The light flickers rapidly. Interesting. Need more data. Alistair gets the I'm going to try something face. I feel like you're familiar. The, the, there's a face. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this expression. You've seen this expression. Um, it's the it's the uh, I am at any given point about three failed roles away from becoming a mad scientist. Or possibly three succe succeeding roles. Who really knows? 
Um, one of my favorite character types to play, truly, mad scientists. Um, and he's gonna, he's previously kind of been holding the, the tuning fork by one of the tines? They're tines on a regular fork. Like, I'm gonna assume that they're tines on a, a tuning sure. fork, too. I don't they're know called that. Cool, yeah. alright. I can read music, but I never had to do music theory. <laughs> I don't know dick about music theory. You show me the circle of fifths and I just like kind of look at you like a with a vacant gaze of a golden retriever. <laughs> um, I don't even know what that means. So I yeah, anyway. Um <laughs> I do. Um so instead he'll kind of hold it by what would be like the handle on a normal sized tuning fork. Um and is going to kind of hold it out to like the general vicinity of where he kind of triangulates the thing that Saint is looking at to be. Mm -hmm. And is going to reach out and just flick one of the tines the way that you would, you know, tap to get a tone on the tuning fork. There is a odd and uncomfortable resonance coming off of that tuning fork. It's enough that you can kind of feel it reverberating past you. Maybe there's mm -hmm. even a little hint of nausea that you might feel. It's... There's something about it that doesn't act the way you think it would. But from a tuning fork of that size, you would expect this low, deep sound. Yeah. And that's what it starts off as. Until it climbs in pitch and descends back down. Oh. But as you're doing that, Saint, the shape that you've been looking at, this weird shimmer, begins to look distinctly more humanoid. Its facial features are a little blurry, but you can make out a mustache and you can make out a suit. It's like static coming into focus. And you get a better glimpse of the person that you've been talking to. It's an older man. Balding. The suit looks thoroughly antiquated, from what you can tell. And he looks very, very dead. You can see enough that you know you're making eye contact. And Alistair, you can see that shape for the first time. Hello, sir. Alistair, like, whips his head around when Saint says that. It's just... Yeah, I see him. I, I see uh, an actual human form. Incredible. Through the vibrations, you hear back, ever so faint, Almost like you have your ear to a glass and you're listening through to another room. But you can hear the muffled hello oh. riding back on the vibrations. In the okay. way a spirit box is meant to work. Right. Call back to chapter two. <laughs> okay, well I just heard a response, so... If you have a more detailed question to ask him, I think we can actually get an answer. Maybe he knows how to get up to the attic? Absolutely. How 
how do we get into the attic? What's up there? You flick the tines again to renew the vibration that you were hearing earlier and to give the ghost another chance to answer. It would be almost silly to expect full sentences from this ghost. But you hear back through the vibration saint. His temple. His temple. Springwood's? Springwood's visitor. Springwood's visitor, okay. So how did we get there? Low vibrations again. Not sure you want to. <laughs> I, uh, I appreciate your concern, my friend, but we really, really do. There is a rumbling throughout the room. The lampshades on the other lamps rattle a little bit. Just enough to kick up a little bit of dust. There is a drawer in the side table that that lamp is sitting on. It is an antique little circular table with a drawer in the front. A brass knob that, God, who knows how long the last time it was touched. You can hear a faint click from inside. Okay. Uh, I will open the drawer. Or try to, anyway. Other than scattered cobwebs, you can see that there is a key card inside. Ah, wonderful. I'll take the key card. The ghost mumbles again. Thank you. Thank you for everything. I think... And when we're done, I'll, I'll do my best to set you all free. Alistair, like, hovers his hand towards to, like, flick it again and just looks at Saint. just says, one more question. Okay. Flicks it one more time. Alistair, you can't see this, but Saint, you can. The ghost turns directly to look at Alistair. Uh, oh, fuck. Okay. Creepy. Um, who's in charge here? Springwood or the visitor? You don't hear a verbal response at first. Not like the clear words that Saint's been picking up. But you can hear what sounds like a deep, knowing laughter. Is rotten. He said, uh, his rotten kid. And I'll, I'll, well, looks down at the key card that Saint's got and it's just, like, temple. Yeah, and, uh, he also said that we really don't want to go up there. <laughs> Which, obviously, we're going to anyway, but be careful, I guess. I'll, I'll look back at the ghost if I can still see him and, and, uh, say thank you again. And I think we'll get up and go, yeah. I, yeah, I think I don't necessarily have anything else that I need to ask. Just, Alistair had this moment of, oh fuck, what if we're being played? <laughs> By the visitor? Yeah. Yeah, worth asking. Uh, what does the keycard have on it? Like, what does it say? 
Is there anything to indicate like what it's for? Like we know as the players that it's or gonna take this to an elevator or something, but uh this could also be for a room or something. Like we as the characters don't necessarily know that. Does it say kind of what it's for? Sure. I'm gonna say that it has a very distinct seventies design to it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Think those like kind of cascading orange yellow bars. Yeah. Uh or something like that. Uh but it absolutely says uh, decorated on this label. Uh, l- let's say it has a, a specific room number and then it says third floor suite. It is also uh, very obviously a key card. You can feel that it's like an old, you know, RFID. Okay. Uh, boy, what year were those invented? They're pretty old. Well, and also like, I'm going to be honest here. Maybe he, uh, maybe he fucking preempted it. 1983. Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah, he maybe he created a yeah, different maybe, version maybe of it. Yeah, maybe he preempted it, and it's like... It's... This is an alternate reality. Who give a fuck? Also, yeah, who yeah, give a shit? I mean, this is a no-COVID AU, so... If we're, like, five years off or who, whatever, it's not a big deal. Yeah. who cares? I, I'll live, I think. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, but it says... <clears throat> it says third floor suite. You can tell that it's an old kind of RFID system. You can, like... If there's like a chip on the front of it or whatever, you can like feel that mm. or something with your, okay. you know, it's it's old, it's clumsier. Yeah. Um, you know, you ever get like an ID badge where there's like very clearly a like a lump yeah. or something? Yeah. Kind of nostalgic for that shit, honestly. Uh, maybe there's like a little note that's like, you know, if lost, return to office. Okay. Or if found, <laughs> if <Yeah>. lost, <laughs> you know. Yeah. If found, return to office. That's the phrase. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, you should try the elevators. Yeah, there's got to be something on the second story. If you didn't see any stairs, then that's probably going to be it. Yeah. I yeah, I think we should head for the elevator banks. Cool. Like Alistair's he's he's familiar with the concept of, you know, you have to have uh, like like having certain kinds of clearance gets you lets you take the elevators to certain places. Yeah. He's he's, you know, not a fed asterisk. <laughs> um, footnote needed. Anyway, so cool. Yeah, I guess we'll press the call button for the elevator. You walk away from the ghost and turn around toward the elevator banks that are toward the very front of the uh, lobby entrance. The design details of these are uh, uh, distinctly older. Um, you know, they're, they're meant to convey a, a pre-mid-century sort of look um, with these sort of brass they're like brass fittings thank you these certain brass fittings around the control panels and around all the buttons and all that uh, these are not so old that they are the type of elevator uh, that has a sliding door in front mm-hmm. uh, not those cage types right? Uh, but they are meant to look much older you walk up to one of them and press the, uh, presumably press the up button. Yep. The elevator opens in front of you. Okay. All right. In we go. You step inside. You turn around and face the, the closing doors of this elevator. As you kind of stare through them, you can see that the, the shimmering form is still there. It's not talking, of course, because the tines of that fork are not vibrating. 
but you can tell it's looking at you. Until the rusty elevator doors shut. What you've just been listening to was Parascience, a glimpse into a world unknown. It was an actual play horror adventure told to you through the Fate system. Our players are Ezra Kay as Agent Alistair McAndrews and Manny Trumbo Gomes as capable young man St. Garcia Flores. As for myself, I was your game master and disembodied voice, Ben Hamlin. I also produced this show. Our theme song is by the incorporeal Johnny Ronaldo, and our logo was created by the haunted visage of Tara Bossart. We are currently in the process of remastering and transcribing earlier episodes of the show, and for that I would like to thank Glory Duda, Marcel Hood, and Julie Cooper as they write down our every word and weave an intricate web of audio for you. You can stay tuned to our social media channels for more information on these developments. This show is brought to you by Infinity Break, where we're telling stories our own way. You can follow us on social media at InfinityBreak23 and check out our website for all of our other podcasts at InfinityBreak.net. We appreciate you listening to this program. If you want to help spread the word, there are a good many ways to do that. Word of mouth helps us immensely, and you can add us at ParasciencePod on Twitter. And while you're at it, why not tag InfinityBreak23? We have a Patreon at Patreon.com forward slash InfinityBreak where you can start donating to InfinityBreak for as little as $1 a month. And if you listen to Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave a review. Lastly, I would encourage you to join the haunted chorus of voices at the Infinity Break Fan Discord. That's bit.ly forward slash Infinity Talk, capital I Infinity, capital T Talk. That's all for now. Let parascience never let you sleep. Like a knocking sound from the attic, or a drop of blood from the ceiling. Be careful where you step.